Drummond sorted close. Finally, a good case has come our way. The last bunch of months have been so boring I thought all the witches had given up. From the corner of his eye, Max saw Sandra lean forward and smile. Before she could say a word, he blurted out, No, I'm sorry, but we're not getting involved with these kinds of cases anymore. Chelsea's face dropped. Please, you have to. Partner, Drummond said. What are you doing? Max stood. Thank you for considering us, but I'm afraid we can't help you. He turned and headed out the door. Placing a hand on his sleeve, Sandra sent him a confused look with anger simmering underneath, but he kept moving. The shocked silence that followed in his wake lasted only a few seconds. With a shaking cry, Chelsea rushed around her desk. Please, Mr. Porter, it's important that you help us. Nobody else can do this. Max entered the living room. All eyes lifted to him. Even Lane set aside her social media addiction long enough to notice. We'll pay you double, Chelsea said, bursting into the room. Max turned around to decline once more when he saw her lock eyes with Alan. Then her gaze shifted to Lane. With an embarrassed smile, she straightened her hair and adjusted her dress. In a calmer voice, she added, Up front, we'll pay you up front. Drummond slipped through the wall. Come on, that's a great deal. When have we ever gotten full payment before the case even started? Max put out his hand and waited for Chelsea to take it. I'm sorry, Ms. Darden. I wish you the best, but the answer is still no. As he turned toward the foyer, Chelsea dropped to her knees. She clasped her hands and cried out, Please, I beg you, please don't leave us at the mercy of this spell. He stopped and looked back. Part of him wanted to scoop up the terrified woman and let her know that they would take care of it all. They had the experience. They could handle it. But another part reminded him of the cost for all that experience. How many more times could they tempt death? Listening to Chelsea sob, Max fought down the idea that he was a horrible human being. He couldn't save everybody, and certainly no one would deny him the right to save his own family first. But when he stepped closer... He caught a sad gaze across the room from Grandma Darden to Sandra. Sandra's hand went to her chest as she said, Maybe. We can't promise anything, but we can take a little time to investigate what's going on. Catching Max clamp his mouth tight, she added, Even if we don't take the case, we'll find somebody to refer you to. We know plenty of people who use magic that might be able to help. Oh, thank you, Chelsea said and her relief threatened to bring another round of sobs. With a hand from Alan, she got back on her feet and hurried to the front door. You won't regret this. I have full faith in you. Thank you again. I already regret this, Max thought, but only reminded her that they had not agreed to take the case, only to look into it. Sandra added, Don't worry. I promise we'll contact you soon with whatever decision we make. Chelsea leaned on the door and watched as Max and Sandra ducked into the waiting limousine. Max knew she would remain standing there until she could no longer see the headlights shine across the trees and fields. Even after he assumed she had gone inside, after the limo had cruised under the gargoyle gate and headed onto the main roads, Max felt as if she continued to watch them. No matter. Sandra and Drummond could argue all they wanted. Max had no intention of taking this or any other case involving witches and magic. Not ever again.